Welcome, everybody. It is Monday night, and we've got a very exciting guest today, and uh, very excited. We'll get to that in just a minute. And so we are, oh boy, three-quarters of the way through the month. So what should we be doing at this point? Well, I'd say start checking your organization, because this time of year, June, July, August, it seems like people are out finishing up things before kids go back to school, vacations are getting wrapped because people you know going because people are like, "Oh my gosh, summer's over. We got to go to the lake every minute of the day while we can." So check your teams. If auto ships are gone through or if people are missing commissions, it's a great time to do some project broadcasting, emails, phone calls. You know, one of the things that I always encourage people is that the next 90 days are dependent on what you do today. So if you want to have a fantastic fall, today is when you do that. Actually, even right now, we're in August. What you do now <clears throat> is going to show at Christmas time and even at the beginning of the year because it takes a little bit to get that ramp and that momentum going. You'll see a difference right away, but you'll see within the next mm, three to six months is the, the main fruit of that tree will blossom. So hustle now. Even though it feels like nothing's happening, and we're going to talk more about that later when Britain's talking, and we're, we're going to talk about when nothing's happening, what's really going on. And, and there's, going to be, there's going to be a lot of fruit if you keep gardening and fertilizing the soil. So for those of you that don't know, I am Jen Springer, and I've been with Young Living since 2001, and it's been a crazy, awesome, wild ride. You know, it, it doesn't seem like I'm doing work, even though I'm working. You know, I feel like if I actually counted the hours I worked, it's probably more than I think, because everything, anybody I talk to that's in my organization is technically work if I was working for a company, but I left corporate in 2002, and have been full-time Young Living ever since, and uh, it's just, you know, the company has morphed today. Some of you may have seen on Facebook, I found going through some paper books, um, I found my manual from Level 2, which was a training we used to do, and I found a comp plan brochure that was the eights. And I'm looking at this going, oh, my gosh, the eights. <laughs> if you want to see that picture, go to the Diamond Factory Facebook group, and I posted it there. It's back when our comp plan paid eight levels, eight, eight 8% eight levels deep, and they gave you a bonus when you got to Master Star, which was the equivalent of silver, which you could use towards a car, a boat, a motorcycle, even a horse. And you'll see it on that paper. It's called, uh, it was really funny. <laughs> Monty looks over my shoulder. He's like, what was that? I'm like, that's the bonus that we used to get. <laughs> so go check that out. It's, it's a little blast from the past, and I was really excited to find that thing. But uh, anyways, if you want to hear the rebroadcast of these calls, um, they are on iTunes. They are on, where are they? SoundCloud is where they also are. I think they're on Stitcher. Um, we are revamping and redesigning DiamondFactoryTraining.com, so hold steady on that. Monty's working very hard, but there's over 400 lessons there. And the platform went kapoof. So just be patient. Um, that will be back online very soon. And if you do have a membership to that, it will be honored on the new platform. But it, it, it just people that were hosting the other site just decided to abandon ship. <laughs> so if you can log in, and to the old one, go ahead. If not, just be patient. We're going to get you loaded again in the near future. So uh, let's see. A few, I guess you'd say a few, a week? I would say not a few days. A week left of our promo this month. 
We have a lot of things happening with HELP5. Um, let me look here. Uh, we are full-on in the GLC cruise. We've been 20 days into the new contest. So if you're going for that and helping your team hit rank, um, now is the time to hustle because this is now until the end of the year where you can win a spot on the sold-out cruise that is going to go to Alaska. It's pretty exciting. Um, it's youngliving.com. Make sure I get the URL right. I think it's GLC19, or it's 19GLC, but I want to be right. Yep, GLC19 is where you find the info on that. And then we're winding down on the promotions for this month, which includes Aromacies, Acceptance, Raven Sara, Wintergreen, Spearmint, and the Little Natural Boost Bar, which is made out of bamboo, perfect for a bathroom or a kitchen, or next to your nightstand. So, oh, oh my goodness, let me get ready here for my guests. And I need to cough for a second because I just ate some feta cheese and it's in my throat. Hang on, guys. I coughed so hard, you guys, I hung up the phone. <laughs> okay, let's get into our guest tonight. <laughs> oh, that's hilarious. Uh, so I'm very excited about this call tonight because one of my favorite things about doing the Monday call is I get to talk with leaders in the company and learn things even myself. You know, I've been around a long time, but I definitely don't know everything. And if I did then that would be not true. <laughs> it would be something alive, I'd be telling myself. So I'm very excited to bring on Young Living Diamond, Britton Pryor. Um, she has a very interesting story because she started out as a part-time hairstylist and started sharing Young Living out of passion. And quickly she was like, oh, my goodness, you know, here's some, you know, here's some uh, ability to, to make income, and uh, that's how her business began to morph into something very great, which, as we know, the diamond rank is very, very, um, a very great achievement within Young Living. And so she came in in 2014, right before FDA compliance hit, before we hit super galactic turbocharge growth. I mean, that was right there at the beginning of that exponential curve. And I'm very excited to welcome on the call Britton Pryor from Tulsa, Oklahoma. So are you there, Britton? I'm here. Hello. Hi. Welcome. Thank you for coming Hello. on the call and my little snafu of hanging sure. up with everybody. <laughs> of course. I'm glad that you were here. <laughs> oh, I'm glad funny. to be here. I'm glad. Go ahead. <laughs> I said I'm glad to be here. Well, thank you. Thank you. Do you want to... What's up? Uh-oh. I can't hear you. 
Okay, my phone was asking me for the pin again. It was very strange. So, Britton, oh, do you okay. want to share with everybody um, your story a little more than I had just given out? You know, you had done a 12 Days of Diamonds. Some of you may have seen her or heard her there, or you might be in her team, or you may know her from events that she's done. Um, do you want to share a little bit more about you getting started and, you know, how Young Living came into your life? Sure. Um, I um was introduced to Young Living by a good friend of mine here in Tulsa. And, you know, she mentioned it casually a few times, and I didn't really pay a lot of attention. Um, at the time, you really didn't hear, or I didn't, I didn't hear or see much about Young Living on social media or really from anyone I knew. Um, I just heard of essential oils, of course, in general, but, like, I didn't know anything specifically about Young Living. And so, you know, she brought it up a few times, and I really just didn't give much thought to it. And then um, it was at a play date um, at her house with our kids where she really introduced me to the starter kit. And she was diffusing and had all the starter kit oils out and kind of went through them with me. Where I, that's where I got really interested. Um, and so I said, yeah, I'm, I'm definitely interested in learning more about them, and let's start there. And so I just bought my starter kit um, from her and really just, I don't know, I think I was probably a month in to using my oils when I realized I'm going to be talking about them. I, I just found myself telling people about them because I was so excited to have discovered them and what all they can do. And so um, really it just kind of grew organically, or I started sharing organically. Um, and that was about spring of 2014. Mm-hmm. So that's how you, I started. Did you – so you were working as a hairstylist part-time, correct? And then you said, were you right. sharing with your clients, or how did you yeah. get the whole uh, thing going? <laughs> well, really it was just – in the beginning, I really didn't, I didn't really understand, I certainly didn't understand the compensation plan, and I really didn't know <laughs> how much of an opportunity there was. Um, so I was just sharing because I was excited. I think I knew that you could earn $50 from selling a starter kit. She had probably told me that much, but, like, I didn't know much beyond that. Um, but I, so I just was sharing purely out of passion with my clients that were coming in because as a hairstylist, anytime somebody sits down in your chair, you know, they ramble on and tell you all of the things that that are going on in their lives and you kind of hear it all. And so, you know, of course, we, I would share everything with them anyway. Um, and they become good friends over the years. And so I was telling them about, you know, oils. I was so excited about them. And truly that's how it started. And so I, I really don't think even in the beginning I was, so much looking to start a business. That's not really where my head was at. I was just, mm-hmm. but it happened so effortlessly because I was, you know, at the time I did not understand law of attraction at the time. Mm-hmm. I understand it much more now. But when I reflect back on that time, truly what it was was law of attraction uh, at its best. It's like when you are fired up and you are passionate about something and you are feeling it in your core, um, that creates an energy that people are drawn to, whether, you know, whatever it is you're talking about. Um, and so, you know, that's what was going on. When I look back, I'm like, that's absolutely what was happening there. I just didn't know it. <laughs> I just thought I was, <laughs> things were just really easy, you know. Um, 
so that's how it started. Young Living is funny because we 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 step into something that is you know, we work a corporate job or maybe when you were doing hair, you know, it just seemed like, you know, you're going through your life and you're like, yeah, this is how it is, right? You know, it, and then you get come into Young Living and it's like like going into Alice in Wonderland or something. You know, like, yes, it is. It's such a know, different world. Yeah, it's a different world. And, you know, you learn about these things that start to make sense. You know, like you said, law. you were living the law of attraction, but you, it wasn't identifiable. It just you're not aware at the time. I I know that you know that that you you call you sent you, there's a word that you used earlier about it was um, you hit this like manifestation. Yeah, manifestation energy, and it's it's almost yeah. like you can feel it, right? And and everything yeah. seems magical. You're in you're in that groove, right? Right. Oh man. Right. So I, when you I mean first start, yeah. go ahead. Sorry, I didn't mean to no, get you. No, go ahead. I was just gonna say. I think that that's something that comes up a lot because I can see, I will, you know, after doing this for four years, you look at different business builders and you'll have people ask, you know, what's the secret and da, da, da. And I think that's really key for people to understand because you can take two people that are, you know, they have the same size friend circle. They have, um, they're doing the exact same thing to build their business, but one is doing better than the other. And why is that? And I think, that's something that if you don't know much about, it's a really good thing to kind of learn about is um, law of attraction, manifestation, energy, and how that truly affects your business. It does. It affects, it affects everything. And so you can take two people doing all of the same things, but if one has a really, you know, good energy and the other one maybe doesn't or one's just more passionate, um, they're going to do well. They're going to do better. So that's just Have something I want to throw in there. Have you found people – this is always the challenge, I think, as a leader and, and um, having this happen in your organization where you see people like that. Have you found a way to maybe speak to those people that are having a hard time to help them shift or maybe realize they need to work on some things within themselves without being offensive? <laughs> Saying, yes. Hey, you're a crabby, oh. you know, <laughs> right. low, like uh, – Energy sucker. <laughs> right. Well, that. I do. I talk a lot about that in my business, my own personal Facebook business group. Um, mm-hmm. I do. I talk a lot about this stuff. And, I, you know, I don't know if, if it's – I think most people get it, and I think it's becoming more widely accepted and known about and researched and all of that. Um, but I think – I do think, wow, I went through, like, you know, nearly 40 years of my life and didn't know anything about this. So I do think it's worth talking about because sometimes, like I said, it's, the law of attraction is at work all the time, whether we're aware of it or not is a different story. And mm-hmm. so I do, I point people to, you know, books and podcasts and things to help them sort of get in the right mindset. And now there are so many of these books coming out that really do sort of, I think, you know, focus or at least, you know, they touch on this stuff. Um, power of positive thinking and the power of now and like I mean, all of these things. Like it seems like all the books that are you know self help related now sort of it really I mean out of all the self development entrepreneur books I've read over the years since I've been in Young Living, I think and it really even before I started studying law of attraction, there was that parallel or that component in all of those books. It really does all those books touch on it and they might call it something a little bit different, but it's part of it's always mentioned, really. 
And so it just finally started clicking for me, um, you know, I don't know, in the last year or two. Um, so it doesn't mean it's always easy. <laughs> it still works, you know. Oh, my gosh, yes, right? Right. Do so. you find that, um, I was going to say, do you have any favorite, favorite, ultimate favorite authors that you're like your go-tos that if you feel like you need a, a, a shot in the arm or a little lift mm-hmm. up that you go to and it always seems to be the right words that you know, pop off the page or out of the audio for you? Yes, absolutely. Um, there is a book called Sell or Be Sold hmm. um, by Grant Cardone. Oh, and, yeah. And he, you know, I can't remember if I read the book first or I listened to it on audio, but I recommend the audio just because I think he's powerful. He narrates, he narrates the audio. And so um, I just think there's something powerful about his – and I, I – I always recommend this book. And somewhere recently somebody said, it kind of gets on my nerves and I have to push through it, but I do like the content, <laughs> and, and, which is funny to me because I actually am very motivated by him. He's a little bit hardcore. He's a little over the top, a little dramatic. But, like, to me, it, whatever he is speaking, I'm buying. And, like, I, he speaks to me. And to me he's very – he just puts things in perspective about selling because so many, I mean, obviously one of the biggest hurdles or challenges in our business is builders saying, I don't want to feel like a salesman. I don't want to feel like mm-hmm, a growth. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, that's a big challenge people have when they're, they want to do this as a business. They're passionate about their oils, but they struggle with that. And the way he spins that, and he breaks it down into a way where you're just like, oh, my gosh. He basically says from every, every decision, everything that's happening throughout your day, every day, it's, there's a sale involved, whether you're realizing it or not. Um, and he talks about how, you know, when you're trying to get your kids to go to bed, either they're selling you on staying up later or you're selling them on going to bed. Somebody's winning, and it's a sale. Mm-hmm. And so he mm-hmm. really breaks that down in a way, and honestly, most people get through that book, and they go, oh, my gosh, like it really did make a light bulb click in my head. Like I don't need to feel guilty about this. I don't need to feel shameful about this. And so I think that's a very powerful book. Um, uh, there is a podcast also called, um, oh gosh, it's something, Lewis Howes is the, the guy that runs this podcast, and it, oh, it's called The School of Greatness, mm. and he has everybody on there from like, um, oh gosh, all kinds of different people, and it's, but, but He's had. He's actually. He's interviewed Grant Cardone, who wrote that book. But he's done. Okay. He interviews all kinds of people. Bob Goff and um, just interesting people that are do really well in whatever it is they do. And I learn something new every time I listen to one of those. So that's a great podcast. Um, if you want to learn just more about law of attraction, I love Jess Lively is a girl who has a podcast. I think that she's wrapped it up. I want to say, but she's done, she did several seasons, and it's called The Lively Show, and you can go back mm-hmm. and listen to that. It's mm-hmm. a great podcast to learn more. That's kind of how I started learning about Law of Attraction. Um, mm-hmm. But there's so many her. good, I mean, there are so many good books. I have, like, a huge stack. I don't even know. <laughs> um, I haven't read Girl, Wash Your Face, but that's on my list. I've um, heard that one is very good. I mean, there's... Um, there's, you know, it's almost, it almost seems like 
if you have that intention, you could always be at the right, you could always have the right thing come up at the right time, and you could hear things differently, right. even if you've heard it a second time. I mean, it's just like... <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Think, and the, those 12 Days of Diamonds videos are also awesome because you get, you know, I think you can, you can do too much. You can listen to too much. You kind of have to limit it because there's so much information. There's so many awesome leaders. But I do think that those are helpful. And when I need, like, a kick in the pants myself, like, I'll go back and, you know, listen to what some other Diamonds have, leaders have said and... Um, and just get re-inspired that way. Do you think that when people come in that their mindset is important to what happens in their business, like even from the get-go? Oh, yes, absolutely. Um, Because a lot of people will talk about, well, uh, you know, I'll see how it goes. I'm going to try this, and we'll see how it goes. And I always think that that's, kind of a mistake to go in with that attitude because the truth is um, if, you, if you are leaving yourself an out, you will find it in this business because it's not easy. You know, when I came into Young Living, I, I always, you always hear about the success stories, the people that rank up crazy fast and do really well, and those are super inspiring. But the truth is and the reality is it's hard work. And even for the people that do it, whether you do it in two years or you do it in 12 years or you do it in 20 years, it's hard work. And you have to, I think that you have to be very clear and focused in your, your goal. And, and you have to have a fire. And it, there are seasons, like we all talk about, there are seasons where you're going to not be as fired up or as passionate or as hardworking. You're going to have things come up in your life. We all do. But you don't, I would just tell people, like, take a break. You know, if you need to, like, scale back, that's okay if you're in one of those seasons, but don't go off the radar. I see people do that all the time, and it makes me absolutely bonkers. I will see people build really nice-sized organizations, like amazing foundations to go all the way in this business, and then and they'll enroll tons of people, and then they'll just fall off. They just like fall off the face of the earth. Yeah, and they'll just get busy, and they'll disappear, and then their organizations just crumble. And I'm like, that is such a mistake. Like, if you just put, you know, you know, a little bit of effort into maintaining that thing, you could change your life. Like, you could change the trajectory of everything. Um, but you have to go in it with that commitment because it is, it takes a lot of work. And you have to be prepared. Like, you know, I don't think enough leaders talk about that. And I found that really frustrating as I, you know, grew. I'm like, why don't people talk about this? I hear all the great success stories. I hear all these tips but I don't hear people saying, you know, it's hard work. And mm-hmm. you've you got to prepare yourself for that. And it's fun, and it's like the highs are really high and the lows are really low, and it's, just, it's a roller coaster, but it's so fun, and the blessings are crazy abundant um, in the relationships. And, I mean, I absolutely love every part of this business. It's just that you've got to, like, sort of pace yourself and um, – know that, like, there are going to be hard times, but don't quit, (laughs) you know. Do you Um, think that people get stuck at, you know, specific ranks? You know, I mean, I know we all, we've seen a mass amount get stuck between senior star and executive somewhere in there. mm -hmm, But do you mm -hmm. think that everybody gets stuck, or do you think that it just seems to be, like, in the lower ranks, or how do you feel about that? I 
I mean, just from my own, I mean, I've only been diamond since November, so not even a year, but just from my own observations, I think that it happens at every rank. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I tell my team I'm very transparent, and I tell them, you know, I got more in my head and more stuck at diamond than I did at any other <laughs> rank, which is strange and ironic. I mean, people think, like, cause I, and I did it too. I thought, oh, well, when I get to this rank, I'm going to be just coasting and life is going to be so much easier and you know I'm going to know so much and it's going to be great well it's not like that you really can get stuck at any point in this business and I am I I am honest with my team about that because I want them to to know that like hey I feel you like I know exactly what you're going through yet I'm not going to quit um and you're not going to either and we're going to do this together and like we're going to pull ourselves out of whatever funk we're in. Um, let's figure it out together. It's a challenge. Like, because I believe that, you know, the mindset is huge and in, in going all the way in this thing. And so, of course, I always tell people one of the biggest, I don't know if it's like tips, I guess, I tell my team is when, you, or anyone, when you're going for a rank, write it down every single mm. day write it down. Like, you know, when I'm in work mode, and honestly, this summer, I've not been in work mode, because we have a lot going on. Um, we're moving and all kinds of stuff going on. So I'm not really in work mode right now. But normally, when I go back into work mode, after we move, I write down every single day, you know, whatever rank I'm going for. And it's a constant reminder. There's something about visualizing it. Um, I also made an old school vision board when I was um, Oh, I think I was in a silver boot camp a couple when I was in the beginning of my business. I was in a silver boot camp, and they told us to make an old school vision board, and I felt absolutely ridiculous because I'd never made one. I like legit like cut out magazine pictures and like glued them to a <laughs> yeah. post board, you know, like a poster. And I still have that thing, and it's so cool to look back at now and go, wow, like all these things have come to fruition, like all these things on my board. Um, so I do think that's super powerful. Even if you feel like a complete moron making one, I think it's really powerful to put that together and get crystal clear about what it is you're wanting. And if you don't know much about law of attraction, like you have to go after the feeling of what you want. Um, you know, when I ask people this all the time, I'm like, okay, so you know, in your wildest dreams, what what is it you would want? Okay, and let's pretend that it's the beach house. I like to use that example because it's just easy, and a lot of people, it's a lot of people's dream. <laughs> I would love mm-hmm. to live near the beach. So it's not obviously the, the house that you want. You know, that's the wood and rock or whatever it's made out of. It's not like, you know, that's not really what you're after. So I always get people to dig deeper. Like, what is it, what feeling does that beach house bring you that you would love in your life? So, like, close your eyes and think about you're at your beach house. You're sitting on the deck. The ocean's right there. What does that feel like? And I think when you can get super clear on what that, what are those things that you're after? And for me, it was like, I, I um, oh, here's another book that's really awesome. Um, it's called The Desire Map. I, I bought this book, I think January last year. And I, you read it. And then at the back of it, at the end of it, there's a workbook section. And Hmm. she makes you do this. She makes you get really clear about all of these things. And you have to fill all this stuff out. 
And all of these things started happening when I did that. I'm ta- really like crazy. Yes. The Desire Map. It's a, such a cool book. Um, and I saw it on Instagram. I like follow, was following somebody that was into this stuff. And I was like, hey, that sounds cool. I'm going to get it. Oh, my gosh. Amazing. And I bought it for one of my builders who really is trying to work on herself. And she's seen it all happen. And she's getting it now. So it's really cool. And it's really powerful. But anyway, you want to get to you want to get to the point where you can feel what are those things I'm after. And for me, it was like peace and um, freedom and adventure. Those were like the three big things for me. And of course, that's what's constantly been coming into my world since, since then, since I got really clear with those things. And so I think it's fascinating for people to, to do and to fill out what it is. But sometimes you'll surprise yourself. Oh, I didn't know that's what I was really after, but here's really what it is. Mm-hmm. You know? Do you find that um, when, uh, going back quick, I want to talk about um, social media. When you first started and you started sharing and you're, um, you, you, know, you had your clients, blah, 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 how did it grow from your current market of clients to the net, you know, silver, gold, platinum to diamond? You know, did, was it, did you stay local and tap um, within their networks or how did you do that? It was a little bit of everything. Um, At the time when I started, you know, I would post on Facebook sometimes, and, oh, my gosh, when I look back at those graphics now, I just want to cringe. I mean, the ugliest. Like, they weren't (laughs) even graphics. They were just, like, these really dark, crappy pictures. Those are the best. I mean, mean, it was old school, like, bad. But, um, and even when I first started making graphics and I formed my first Facebook group, like, that, oh, they were terrible. And my team, my other friends would, you know, laugh at me and my terrible graphic skills. But, um, you know, it just started, like, I did post on Facebook. And, again, that, that was something you really didn't see. So I would have people reach out to me through Facebook. And okay. I would, this, here's a tip that I will give you that my first, like, my mentor in this business really gave me, and I thought it was so helpful. I still tell people this because she told me this, and I'm so glad that she told me this. And I think it really did help me. She said, even if people don't respond to your post, don't quit. It, you'll feel like, oh, gosh, nobody's listening. Nobody's liking. Nobody's commenting. Right. But if you keep doing it and you don't, you know, admit defeat, you just keep being – I mean, I think you have to be consistent. You have to be consistent, whether it's once a week or whether it's once a month, whatever that looks like for you or works best for you. Um, you know, you have to be consistent. And people will, they're looking to see, like, is this a fad? Because there are a million people selling a million things. And most, mm-hmm. you know, 98% of the time, six months later, a year later, they're not still talking about that thing. But those who are, I guarantee you people will, they're, they're seeing what you're posting. Well, hopefully with all the algorithms, who knows. But I do think people are seeing things, even when you don't think that they are. And I, I mean, like in July, I had two people reach out to me on the same day, Neither one of them were on my radar. Well, one has actually talked about signing up and buying a starter kit for years and just has never actually done it. And then another one was not even on my radar, never had talked to me about oils. And she said, I mean, both of them signed up on the same day in July, which is just a random thing. And that's because I've never stopped talking about them, you know. And I think it's really easy to go, oh, gosh, I'm just going to quit. Like, nobody's liking my post. Nobody's. Right. Your passion oh. has to be stronger than, 
you know, you can't waver based – it's not a popularity contest. Like, just post with your passion. Just speak from your heart and, like, and don't quit doing it. And things will happen, you know. I, when she told me that, it really helped because, of course, the first several times, you know, there's, like, actually studies that have been done about how many times people have to be exposed to something before they'll actually really pay attention. And I think it's like seven to ten times. It's, it's a pretty high number. And so when she told me that, I thought, okay, you know, she knows what she's talking about. She's been doing this. I'm, gonna, I'm, I'm not going to quit. If, if people don't like the post or they don't comment, that's okay. I'm just going to keep doing it. And it was a good piece of advice because I, I went in early with that mindset like, okay, it may not be great. And that's okay. You're just going to keep going. So... Do you, when, you, when you're posting and it seems like you're, it's going into the abyss and you keep going with that and mm-hmm. it's like, okay, is this really working? Do you think that it's best to have your own Facebook group or join an Upline's Facebook group? Or what are your thoughts on starting your own versus joining another one? Um, yeah, I mean, this is a big debate between leaders and I hear different theories on this all the time. And I'm always trying to sort of assess, like, Okay, well, that, yeah, that makes sense. Don't do it till you're, you've really got some knowledge and you're, you know, and why reinvent the wheel? And then I hear other people say, no, do it immediately and, like, create your own vision and your own team and da, da, da. And I really think it comes down to what, what you feel like doing. If you feel it, like, I had such a passion when I started that I, I really, I, you, I couldn't contain it. And I knew I, want, I needed to... <laughs> channel that somewhere and focus that energy somewhere. And I kind of knew how I wanted to give information to people because I was put in an upline group when I first started that was rather large and it was very helpful and I loved it and I couldn't, you know, get enough of that information. But I knew that to a lot of people that would be overwhelming and way too much. Mm -hmm. And it was even overwhelming to me. And so I thought, you know, I want to like parcel this information out and, to, you know, at the time I was so new, so I was really tapped into, like, what a new person coming in would feel like and what they needed to know and focus on and not get too overwhelmed with all the stuff. Um, because you're going to have some people that are going to want to know everything. They're going to have the green people that want to know everything. They can't get enough <laughs> science and they can't, you know. They'll mm-hmm. research for days and they love it. And then you've got other people that are like, oh, my gosh, this is way too information. Peace out. And so... I, I kind of knew how I wanted to do that. And so I just feel like if, if you have a vision for your, how you want to grow your own little team, um, do it. Start it, you know. I think you just have to know. Like I knew I want to do this. Um, if you're not sure or it feels like too much work or it feels intimidating or that just sounds like overwhelming, don't do it. You're not ready. You know, like just trust your gut on that is my best piece mm-hmm. of advice. And um. Yeah, you'll it's know. So I think you sh- you'll know. Yeah, and that and that gut feeling is important. Unless you're listening to the feeling of, oh, I'm just going to try this and see what happens. You know, not that feeling, but like you said, right? You Don't know, if that. you're like, you know, it, it, there's a, um, you know, it, it, I think it is up to the individual. And some people have that passion and drive to to be able to do it all, and some people are like, they'd rather have their toenails ripped off than do a Facebook group, but it's like, don't do it then, you know? Right, right. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Exactly. It's just, 
this is really funny. Um, so when when you do presentations and you have no shows, um, it, you know I know we all know that could be a fluke every now and then. But you know when it, it seems to be like a little pattern or things are going on, um, what do you find is the kind of the root of that? You know people not showing up. You know I have found I think that happens a lot, and I think it happens more and more. Um, where people will just like, and it's super frustrating when you think 12 people are going to show up to a class or a presentation or whatever and, you know, four come. And, I mean, it happens every single time. But I just have from really from early on in my business, it, it, it happened right off the bat for me. Um, and from early on I just decided, you know, I'm – I'm going to show up for that one person. You know, if 10 people are supposed to come and two came or one came, I'm just going to show up just the same, and I'm going to be grateful that they're there and they want to learn this. And, hey, that means that, that they really want this information and all those other people really didn't care. And so this is the person I needed to focus on. I just, I guess, accepted that the person that should be here is going to be here. And mm-hmm. I, I do just sort of trust life in that way or the universe or whatever um, that whatever's meant to be is the way it's supposed to be and that's okay um, and so instead of just getting discouraged and mad about it I just decided I'm going to pour myself into this person and pretend like you know it's just a big as big of a deal as if there were 10 people here and honestly that's always worked in my favor um, those those people, those smaller meetings have turned out to be the best ones. They usually turn out to be business builders. Um, so, you know, I always tell people, like, don't discount, you know, a class or a get-together just because some people or most people didn't show. If you had one person there that you can talk to about oils, you never know what that one person's going to do. They can completely change your business. Oh, totally. Um, you know? It just takes one excited person to start movement in your business. And so, and, you know, I'd rather have one excited person than 10 people that were lukewarm anyway. Um, so, you know, I just, I've always just treated it the same. And I've realized over time I actually really prefer the smaller groups or the smaller classes. And I've seen it a million times, and I still just tell people it's okay, like, you know, those people were meant to be there and you were meant to teach them, and that's great. And so, um, I don't know, I think, I think that's the best way to look at it and just be okay from the beginning, just be okay with, um, you know, things not going exactly the way you think they're going to go because they don't usually. <laughs> anyway. you know, can you imagine if we took a tally, like, you know, from the start, and we wrote down every, like, a special book with just all the classes we've ever done and all the presentations and all the one-on-ones and how many of them we either blew, had no-shows, or were standing there by uh-huh. ourselves. <laughs> yep. Yeah. I mean, a ton. Uh, so oh. many. Like, it, happens to, it still happens. I'll go, you know, teach. A, I don't teach as many classes as I used to, but still, when I do, people won't come. You know, I'll expect six people to come and one comes or none of them come. Or, I mean, it, ha- it can happen at any point for anyone. So, <laughs> Do you find yeah. that people, this kind of goes back even to the beginning where, you know, people, when they get started, their mindset. But what do you say to somebody that says, you know, Britain, I, I don't know if I want to do this Young Living thing because it seems like Young Living is saturated. 
You had that come up. Okay. Oh, yes. Um, <laughs> oh, yes. <laughs> oh, yes, I hear that. Um, I say, I'm like, can I cuss on here? <laughs> I won't. I won't cuss. Um, <laughs> can I cuss? Well, if it was you yeah. and me, yes, totally. <laughs> um, BS, can I say that? Yeah, um, that's fine, yeah. Um, yeah, like, no, it's not saturated. As many, I, I mean, I agree that now there are way more people talking about Young Living, sharing Young Living, but still, when I look at all, and this is what I tell people, I'm like, go look at all your friends, your family members, your close friends, your acquaintances, the casual people you know at your kid's school, whoever, whatever, put that whole list of people together, and how honestly, how many people, what percentage of those people do you think are active customers, like within Young Living? Less than 10%, probably less than 5%, honestly. Mm. You know, really, I mean, Mary Young said this once at one of the events I was at, and I'm, she was like, you can build Royal Crown Diamond within 10 miles of your home. And I, yes. I'm pretty sure, I don't, I think it was something like that. I can't remember if it was 10 miles or 20 miles, but it was like, it really kind of hit me like, wow, like she's probably right. Um, because I kind of had had that attitude too, like, oh gosh, I need to go travel. I need to go out of state for classes. Maybe I need to go build in another country. Like, of course, like when you're desperate to build and you want to really grow and go to the top, like you have, you get these big ideas about how that needs to look and how, what it's going to take to get there. And really when you break it down that way, it's like, no, most people are not active, you know, members. Here's another thing I will tell you that I always tell my team is that people will say, you know, new builders especially, they'll, they'll go out, they'll, they'll kind of feel it out, they'll talk to people and they'll come back and say, well, everyone I know is already using oils. Okay, I, I got to yep. wait, stop. Stop right there. Number one, are they using oils or are they using Young Living oils? That's the first thing mm-hmm. you have to figure out. Mm-hmm. And they'll go, oh, I don't know. They just said that they use oils. Well, no, take it a step further. Ask them, do they use Young Living or are they just buying them from Whole Foods or Amazon? Okay, number two, if they are, let's say they are a Young Living person or they use Young Living oils. Ask them, are you an active member? Yes. When's yes. the last time you ordered? Did they ever order the starter kit? Maybe they bought two oils from a friend. People a will friend. say, I use Young Living oils, and they bought two oils three years ago from a friend. That doesn't mean they're an active member, right? So maybe they've used some Young Living oils. But did they buy a starter kit? Are they a wholesale member? If they're not, then guess what? That's an opportunity for you to get them on your team. And so I always really clarify that for my team, like, ask those questions. Ask five more questions, and 99% of the time you're going to find out, oh, nope, they are not active Young Living members. If they are, great. That's great. And then they're not meant to be on your team. They were meant to be on somebody else's team, and that's fine. But most of the time, I guarantee you, it's not saturated. It is not saturated. It's just not. I mean, I've been doing this four years, and I meet people all the time. Yep, they're not enrolled. Not using oils. Mm-mm. We used to ask that at shows, too. We would do vendor events, and we people would say, oh, you know, I use oils, blah, blah, blah. And that we would say exactly the same thing. Oh, really? <laughs> it, it would be like a fun conversation. It's like, oh, really? What Which oils are your favorite? You know, and they're like, right. uh, you know, oh, well, when's the last time you ordered? Oh, oh, you never ordered. Your neighbor moved away that you used to get your thieves from? Well, let me help you. <laughs> you <know>? Right. <laughs> It was so, yep. uh, yeah, it was, 
oh, you ordered like 100 years ago, and the person you ordered from has now died? Okay. I mean, I heard that too. Right. I mean, right. Like, truly. Yeah. People, but they just, I, and I think that's just the difference when you're starting out. You don't really know to ask those questions, which is why, like, you know, I'm happy to guide someone. Like, here, let me help you. Ask them this, and then ask them that. And I've even done that with my good friend who's just now sharing and building her own business. I, I tell her, like, okay, find out this, find out that. And she's already now, she's learning how to do that on her own. Um, mm. So that's just a good little tip for somebody new. <laughs> no, that's a really good tip. You know, and when getting started, you know, there's, you know, people feel like, um, you know, Young Living is well over a billion dollars. We're headed towards two, and a lot of people feel like they've missed the boat. But, you know, my, for many of you, you know, my friend Tom Challen, who's been in network marketing for not much longer than me, about five years longer than me, but he's been with quite a few companies, and he said the greatest wealth in a network marketing company is gained with the distributors between the company hitting between two and three billion. It's not the first uh, billion, which is cool. Right. Because a lot of people think, oh, cool. the ship has sailed, right? You know? Right. It's not. Well, I mean, uh, that's, a, that's, a great, that's a great point that you bring up because that comes up a lot too. Well, I didn't get in early. Well, I'm coming in so yeah. late. But, well, Young Living, lucky for you, it's it's the my husband always says this. It's like the I don't know what he what phrase he uses. Like the cream rises to the top, or the survival of the fittest, or whatever cliche you want to use. It's you work hard, you can outrank people. You will outrank a lot of people if you want. Um, just because you're under you know 200 people doesn't mean anything. If you hustle and you have passion and drive and focus and consistency, you can outrank people above you, and you will do it. Absolutely which is the coolest mm-hmm. part about this business because it's really like who works hard, who gets creative, you know, if this isn't working, let's reevaluate. Um, we can always reinvent the way we do things, which is fun. It's like an interesting little challenge <laughs> to always go, okay, this isn't quite working, or how can I get more growth, or, um, yeah. Well, you think about corporate, the corporate world, how many people can make more money than their boss? Like, right. it's not going to happen. Very right? few. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't happen. Yeah, unless you're on commission sales or something like that. But, you know, there's many people that, um, you know, outra- outrank their um, their upline. And their oh, yeah. checks are bigger, too. It's just because you're – this. it's so funny when people say this is a network marketing pyramid scheme. I'm like – um, not really, because I can make more money than my upline, and that's not, you know. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah, that's the best part of the whole thing. Like, you get to decide, you oh, know. That's funny. On, on a totally random question, have you been doing anything with your team with the, the new products, especially Savvy Minerals, and promoting uh, that? Or you, go ahead. Yeah. Yeah, we we did do, when it first kind of rolled out, we did it an event at my house and we did like an online it, within our Facebook group an online um, kind of class we had all these people over I didn't even know half the people at my house and we tested the colors out on all different colors of skin and we told people what we were using it was just fun and people would comment and ask questions and 
So that was a really good way to kind of kick off the whole Savvy Minerals thing. Um, I want to do some more, you know, at-home classes like that, um, just to let – I have most of the lines so people can play with it and see what they like. Um, I know a lot of people like to do little samples, like, you know, buy the little containers from Amazon and then, like, send people samples so they can kind of feel it. Because I think that's important with makeup. I think people want to see, you know, how it feels and looks before they purchase sometimes. And so that's a great way to do that. That's an easy way to do that, you know, inexpensively. Um, it's so fun. So. Makeup is fun. I mean, I mean, it's beautiful. Yeah. And you can always tell a woman that is wearing it. And the oils, you know, are so um, – and some people's eyes are so complicated, or you got to use an oil when you have a situation or things like that. And right. I, I just think that the savvy line of makeup and the beauty schools, um, next week we're having Luba on the call, and I'm so pumped up to talk to her because there's, I think there's this, um, I guess you'd say, uh, hidden gem of growing and really taking off with the whole beauty line. And I always am curious what people are doing and uh and so I can learn myself. <laughs> yeah, it's fun. To, it really is. It's a great line. And um, I like when we've done a lot of before and after pictures. People share those in the group. Um, and it's, it's pretty. And I like to educate people on, you know, look at what's in the makeup you're currently using. If you're not mm. using Savvy Minerals, um, what look it up and see what, what ingredients are in there. Because that's something – most people don't pay a lot of attention to. Mm-hmm. Um, and, yeah, especially even um, other mineral makeup, you know, not to go totally down the rabbit hole here with mineral makeup, but I was using, quote, the famous mineral brand, and my face was always rashing. It looked like I had eczema, uh, not eczema, uh, rosacea, and it wasn't yeah. rosacea. It was the makeup. <laughs> oh, gosh. Yeah, oh. it went away. As soon as I switched to Savvy, my eyes stopped burning, and my the rosacea quote unquote look on my face went away. It was not. Okay. I thought it was something. You know, we get we go down that rabbit hole of complexity. You know, I was like, oh, it must be the I, it must be the dairy I ate yesterday or some stupid uh-huh. thing like that. No, it was the makeup. <laughs> it was the makeup. You never it know. It was the makeup. You know. So anyway. Yeah, I'm and that's so something we put on our face every day. You know. Yeah. Yeah. And we're like so rubbing good. it in with the brushes, you know, and oh man, was it swirl, swirl, tap, tap, or whatever it is? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's 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 really exciting, you know, to to see these new things. I remember we would talk about makeup, and we'd be like, yeah, right, one day we'll have makeup, you know. And now we had this makeup, you know. Thank you, Melissa Pepping, for doing all the groundwork on that and um, bringing that to us. And so it's just a it's a different. Um, it's really a different type of situation. So you came in um, pre-FDA uh, compliance. And mm-hmm. then, you know, you came in right there when the shift hit the fan, if you know what I mean. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah. So when someone says to you, Britain, you know, I can't do this now because of the compliance, I can't say anything anymore, what, what's your answer to that? Because I still know there are some people that are stuck in that, and a lot of people have been able to, you know, come in after that. They don't really know that. But there's some people that are still like, I can't really tell people what these products do. What do you say to that? Yeah, I mean, I think that, you know, people can read between the lines, and you can, you can say what you want without really saying 
you know, I, I mean, I just think that there are ways around it, and I actually think it frees us up in a lot of ways. Um, from, you know, the big thing was like, well, we're not really supposed to play doctor and, you know, take on that responsibility, and it's true. And so, you know, think outside the box. Like, think about how many products Young Living has, you know, outside of oils. Um, mm-hmm. You can tell a story with just about anything. Um, I just think you have to get a little more creative. And I still see people struggle with it. They just cannot get their minds around compliance or, like, how to do it exactly. But I'm like, you think about things in terms of wellness and um, – and support, and um, I think people can put, what would you say? Maintaining. <laughs> Maintaining, yes, and people can put it together, and I just, you know, um, I just think we have enough products that we don't have to just always talk about oils and, you know, the things that are going wrong in our bodies and how this oil, you know, we have to kind of flip that and think of it like, you know, when I need respiratory support, I mean, I think that we can still say that. Um, mm-hmm. You know, yeah, I don't what know. You I mean, mean you, can say, you can say it in a way that people, they get it. Um, yes. And people yes. private message you, and, you know, if you're consistently talking and living, people will private message you, and you can tell them what it is you're doing. Um, you don't have to put it out there. Um, yes. I just think it. I think there are creative ways around it, you know. I mean, it certainly hasn't slowed everyone down. There are people mm-hmm. ranking up constantly. Mm-hmm. So people are figuring out ways around it. Um, Absolutely. There is no doubt. And I, I feel to some degree it was a blessing, or to a great degree it was a blessing because we, for so long, were so complicated. And B, we shouldn't be telling people what to do for cancer cure, cure, cure protocols. It's really not right. right. <laughs> you know, but... Right. Um, you know, people, I, I think it's more empowering, you know, where people can go find their own answers and right. hear the stories of others. And eh, so I think it's just, it's incredibly liberating. And there's there's a lot of good books out there. I oh, think, yeah. You know, that can guide What's your people favorite? too. Um, I love The Chemistry of Essential Oils by David Stewart. Made simple of uh, <laughs> 900 pages. Make, yeah, it's not simple, but yes, that book. David's got um, a sense of humor. <laughs> oh, my God, made simple, yeah. And what is the one, oh, gosh, the guy that used to work at Young Living, and I'm, like, blanking on his name. Scott um, Yes, yes. I still use that book all the time. Um, I forgot the name oh of that gosh, book. Oh, my gosh, what's it called? It's purple. What's it called? Survive, surviving when modern medicine fails. What is it again? Surviving when modern medicine fails. Okay, yep. And it's, it, you know, he doesn't, it's not young living specific. He doesn't talk about blends. It's like single oils only. Um, but it, there are really good protocols in that book. And honestly, my, I would say my third thing is oiltestimonials.com. Mm-hmm. I use that all the time still. I look things up in there all the time. It's like going to your neighbor and asking them what they did. You just go on that website and you can see all your oh, buddies yeah. posts and stuff. <laughs> yeah, it's awesome. And I think I, I got some like oldies in there. I don't, <laughs> what? 
I said, I've got some really oldies in there. If anybody looked at my stuff, I don't even remember what I posted in there. It's been a really? long time. Probably not even Springer, <laughs> last name. <laughs> I mean, it's totally not compliant, I guess, but it's such a helpful resource. Well, it's third um, party, and, you know, there's no yeah. sales going on there. So I guess that's how they've been able to keep it up. Yeah, I love that database. It's really, yeah, it's been around since the dawn of time, I think. <laughs> yeah. I love oh it. Oh, my gosh. It's changed. I, I don't remember. Um, oh, my gosh. When did that even start? I think it started when the Internet was born. <laughs> yeah, because I'll see some testimonies in there that are pretty old. Yeah, there's like some really so. old stuff. If, I mean, I think I put stuff up there. Oh, my goodness. Um, 2002 or three, maybe. I'd have to go. Yeah. I mean, I think I'm not I even feel that like way. I've seen things from even before that, from the 90s. I'm not sure, but it's, there are a lot of testimonies in there, like thousands. Yeah, so it's fun it's to pretty... see. I always learn something new. I'm like, hmm, never thought to try that for that. And, you know, I'll give somebody that information a little bit. Sure enough, it works. So I love that. I love hearing what other people have done. Yeah, I can't even log into it. I don't know what's going on, <laughs> but... Uh... I think that uh, my email that's on there has been the email that I got rid of like 10 years ago, and it's still my okay. login email for that account. <laughs> yeah. Oh well, I God. have a lot of people, a lot of people will say they can search in that database without paying. I, mm-hmm. I, maybe because I did pay right off the bat for it, and it's like five bucks a month or something. I've had it for like four years. But I have to put my email and password in to get in there and search for anything. So I don't know. Some people say they can search, but for free, but I don't know. It's a good resource, oil-testimonials.com, in case you guys were wondering what we were talking about. Um, Well, you know, we're getting close to the top of the hour again, and do you have anything that you want to share with everybody or anybody listening tonight that's on your heart regarding moving through being stuck or getting the momentum going in their business? Yeah, I mean, I just think when you're building a business, it's really ultimately up to you to inspire people. Um, when it, because people ask all the time, well, what, what can I do as a builder? You know, I'm trying to build a team. What can I do? And I'm like, you want to I think a leader, I, I, I did a video once on this, and I think this is important to differentiate the difference between a builder and a leader. A leader inspires mm. people. They have a vision for their team. They know where they want to go. They know where they t- want to take their team. They communicate that constantly to their team. So before I even, you know, ranked silver, I was showing other people on in my team, in my little baby Facebook group where, you know, I would get two likes on a picture um, and nobody was hardly commenting or interacting, I would say, hey, look what these people are doing. And, you know, because Lindsay, whoever, Lindsay T. Moreno or Monique McLean or whoever I was following at that time that was succeeding and doing well, I would, you know, their stories are very public. They're posting public stories. Um, we all know those success stories. Well, I would take their picture and their little, you know, the story that they had shared and I would share it and I would say, look what this girl's doing. She's just like us. You know, she has two kids. She's not a, there's nothing magical about her. She's not a rock star. Like, she's just passionate. 
she's just a normal mom who's passionate. So I would inspire people with other people's stories until I got my own story, basically. And so I think that's what a good leader does. They, They inspire people. So if you're trying to, you know, people will say, well, how do I attract other builders? I'm like, well, are you talking about the compensation plan and the, oper- the crazy opportunities that this company provides? And are you talking about that constantly with your team? Because you should be communicating that constantly. You know, you want to be, be a visionary. You want to inspire people. You want to give them hope. Everybody's looking for more money, more um, health, more greater everything. We all want to be healthier and wealthier, right? So, like, that's something that you can – you can create that um, that vision and that goal for your team. You kind of set the tone as a leader. And so it's not just about sharing oils. It's so much bigger than that, you know. And that's something that I think people miss sometimes is they don't know how to they, – they share. I see people do this all the time. They're, they're great at sharing, but can they lead people? Mm-hmm. and get people to, you know, be excited and follow along with them. And that's what you want to, that's what you want to do as a leader. Mm, that's so powerful. That, that's my, that's my words your, of wisdom. <laughs> yay! Wow. Well, thank you so much. I know you've had a crazy busy schedule, and you guys, to get her on, she had to make special time and get out of her uh, back-to-school meeting for... <laughs> for oh, today yeah. and it was just like oh my goodness I thank you so much so let me go ahead and open the line so everybody can say goodnight to you hang on a second let me okay thank you thank, thank, you. You. thank you thank you thank you thank you thank you thank you